Welcome to Officially Underqualified, where two mates discuss with their limited experience and zero qualifications the ins and outs of sport, life, business, and events transpiring in the world today. It's an early morning here for Officially Underqualified. I was early. It was an early morning, and that's just what we do to keep the fans happy. Or to keep ourselves happy. It's one of the two. Mate, it's hard. You look a bit, uh, you know, perplexed. Morning. Mm. Morning. So Greg's walked in. It's a very early morning. Man City and Arsenal are live. And 70 seconds after sitting down at the table, Man City go 1-0 up. But we'll get to that throughout the podcast. We don't have to. As we keep score. We can move along. If you want, we can just, you know, we can keep going. No, no, let's move on. Okay. It's been a huge week in the NRL. Plenty of talking points. We're going to start with the talking points first. You're straight into it today. I am straight into it. There's I'm no wor- stuffing around. Oh, mate, I'm, I'm still waking up. Yeah. Well, wake up, pal. Right. I woke up at 4.10. Okay. I woke up at 4.15. There you go. I live a long way away. You do. <laughs> you do. Well, mate, you've got to sleep better. I don't know. I couldn't get to sleep. I don't know. It's just, just excitement. The, the excitement of this pod. Well, it's, it's that's why we don't go early because never have never. Well, I don't know about that. Never once. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> but we're here. We're giving the fans what we're giving the fan what they want. The fan, yeah, aren't we? Fuck Glenn. We'll get it away early. Fuck Glenn. Uh, look, top of the table, prick. Yeah, I made some ground up on you this week. <laughs> you did. I made my. I'm still thirty six. I'm still um, thirty six. You are last now. Because the three below you are out. Are they? Yeah, I'm deleting them this week. You said that last week. Leave them in. No. Nah. <laughs> nope. Leave them in. There's nope. actually four below me. I've worked out what happens. They give you they give you like three if you don't put your tips in. They give you three points. Oh, really? That's why they that's why they're on something and not nothing. So So they, I, there might have been I, some weeks I would have been better off not to put my that's tips right. in. That's right. I'm gonna rename the Millhouse because that's how cut they are. Okay. Yeah. Very good. What do you want to talk about first? Okay, mate? well, let's talk about Jack White. We're not talking about life. No, no, no. We're not no. talking about life. We're moving straight into it today. Okay. Uh, and we're going to we're gonna uh, honour Ronnie's Raiders with a little bit of chat about Jack White. And, mm. and the, well, and we're, the, we're not honouring the Raiders. Well, we are. Right? We're honouring <laughs> Ronnie. So, there has to be something wrong with the NRL salary cap. Okay. There has to be. That oh, you're leading there. I'm leading there. How straight in. Yeah. Right. How stay with us. How can Jack Stay w- with us, fan. How can Jack Whiten mm. sign with the bunnies? Mm. How can how can he take a million dollars less over a contract? And how can the NRL allow a marquee player to take well unders? What his value is. So what's he taken? He's taken eight fifty. Eight fifty a year. Yeah. Across four. Across three. Across three. Three. He was offered a million for four. I thought it was one point one. One point one for four. One point one for four. One point one for four. It's a fair old chunk more. It's a it's a fair chunk, and mm. now I was reading. So he's given up a million dollars. He's given up a million dollars. So now I'm reading that. Mm. The, and I don't know how true this is, but they were saying, I was read this morning actually, that 
the players that South are going to have to cut, they're going to have to cut. They have to. They've got so many coming off on contract. The rumor now is that a lot of them are going to play for a hundred grand just to stay. Now, no, they're not, mate. That's what I was. That's what I was reading this morning. No, they're not. Yeah. Okay. Okay. On paper, they are. Yeah, I understand. No, no, no. But they're all getting a new Lamborghini but this every is, week. But this is what I mean, right? This is what I mean. No one's playing for. So unders. surely, no one's playing for unders. Surely, there's. Surely, there's people get allocated a minimum worth. Oh yeah, no. There, there's a minimum salary cap. I know that, yeah, I know, yeah. but but like, say for instance, Jack Whiten. That see, that's the fishy bit. You're not going anywhere. You're not giving up a million dollars when you've got. You could be injured tomorrow. Yeah. Right. You're not giving up a million bucks over the next four years to pretend because oh, I want to go win a premiership. Well, South look okay. Yeah. But you're not signing for Penrith. Yeah. Right. So, are you giving up a million for a slightly better chance? I put it to you that he's not giving up a fucking million. They've just found another way to give but it to th- him. But this is the problem. It, I know what. The, yeah, this I is know. The problem, I know right? what you're saying. I'm just saying it yeah. clearly because there are whether there are two or three clubs which are doing this better than every other club in the NRL and yeah. have been doing it, mm. and now there's another now. Mm-hmm. Right now we throw South into the mix. Oh, they've been doing it for a while. They have been, but not to the level of like, say, Melbourne or the Roosters. Well, this is what it takes to win a premiership. Apparently clearly. so. Clearly, you've clearly. got to have the best players to win a premiership. Yeah. Look at Man City. Yeah. Yeah. Jokes aside, I know they're be- currently beating my team. Yeah. What do they have? Ninety-two salary breaches. Yeah. In the past four they years, they don't care. Yeah. Um. S- stop it. No. <laughs> okay. Like yeah. that's what it takes. Yeah. That's what it takes. So and and it's funny. This this could actually then roll into another point here that I've got Valandi's obsession with competition, and I'm not talking mm. about the NRL competition. I'm talking about other sports. Um, he's obsessed he's with other sports. Obsessed Why? with it. Exactly. Rugby sucks. Exactly. Why are you even talking about now rugby? Now they're talking about. No one likes rugby. Yeah. Even rugby people don't like rugby anymore. Now they're talking. Uh, he's talking about dispensations to raid rugby. I know. Like. How hard up is this guy going? They were talking about this. Oh. What what I, kind of kettle you, of fish you, does that open? Did you see Gus's response to this? Oh, Gus is appalled. It's so funny though. Yeah. It, I've never agreed with him more in my life. Yeah. In my life, he he just blatantly said, what "The fuck are you talking about? Who gives a shit?" Yeah. When has there ever been a, a quality rugby player come over here and change the game? Yeah. Never. Yeah. Never happen. They come over, they can't tackle, they get hurt. Caelan yeah. Ponga, see you yeah. later. Yeah. Do you know how many amazing rugby league kids there are in Queensland Cup and New South Wales Cup? Yeah, the, I, I, the, I, what, the, I'm not telling you. I'm yeah, saying I, to the I, yeah. to Volandis, stop it. Yeah. We don't care. The fans don't care. If I want to watch rugby, I fucking watch rugby. Yeah. And you know what? The way it's going, probably going to start, but we'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's uh. He's yeah. obsessed. He's obsessed. It's 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 embarrassing. South African teams he wants to talk to. It's embarrassing. What are you doing, mate? It's embarrassing. It's you've got such a fertile development of junior rugby league players. Yeah. Right? And this is the same as rugby. Surprisingly, rugby's got quite fertile development, quite mm-hmm. good junior bases, but 
they just don't give a fuck about them, right? Rugby league, they, they, they've got the base. They do sort of care about them. What more do you want? Why wouldn't you, right? Throw this out there. Why wouldn't you, instead of giving a club like the Tigers, right, who suck, who nearly beat Manly and who really suck? Yeah. And we'll get there. Yeah, we will get there. <laughs> You want to? No, nah, we'll do it. No, nah, we'll do it later. <laughs> um, but why wouldn't you go to the Tigers and say, "Hey, instead of giving you dispensation, a couple of million bucks to go get a couple of players that don't know the fucking rules, what we're gonna do is we're gonna give you a couple of million bucks to throw into your youth development over the next three years, go and poach a whole bunch of sixteen-year-olds, get them through the Tigers' ranks, and then you own them. Mm. Throw the money into your own fucking sport." Mm. No, they're stupid. Throw it into your own sport. What are you doing? But rant, again, they're looking, they're looking at it's the same as rugby. It, it's fu- it's funny the, the the parallels between rugby and rugby union at the moment. Mm-hmm. They they're looking top level fixes when they really should Correct. be looking at Correct. how to grow oh, the base. Perfect. Right. That's perfect. So they're just looking at quick top level fixes. Yep. So they're going, well, who can, who's the marquee guy that we can get in to fix it now? Who can I get to make it look amazing tomorrow? Yeah, and so let's. Just have a bit of a plan. Yeah. Show me your five-year plan, both yes. both codes, and go. How do we how do we get better? Mm-hmm. You don't get better by picking Payne Haas, who I don't know a position that guy could play in rugby. I really don't. Quality rugby league player, probably the best front row in the game. Easily can't play rugby. There's not a position for him. Move on. It'd be wasted. Right? Same as Nathan Cleary, quality guy, the best player in the game at the moment, mm-hmm. right? Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. I don't see he'll, he'll be a good rugby player. There's too much to learn. There's way too... It's a completely different it's game. totally different And game, he's a quality man. footballer. He'd be a good rugby union player. But there's kids that have been playing that position for 20 years. In that invest, sport. In that sport. Invest Correct. in them, right? Correct. Get, move on. Pain okay. will, will be totally... If, if Payne goes, and the Broncos are literally throwing the kitchen sink at him right now. Yeah. If he goes, it'll be the biggest waste of a talent you've ever seen. Because what Payne is good at is he's good at getting the ball off the ruck, getting ahead of steam up and committing four or five people yeah. to tackling him and therefore shortening the defence on the left or the right. Yeah. Right? That will not happen in rugby because he'll get the ball off the ruck and the defence is in front of his face. Yes. He'll take one step. He'll be mauled by five people that won't matter because there's 15 people on the field. Correct. He will be totally... All, all the, the damaging part of his game will be totally solved. Yeah. And everyone will go, remember that guy? Like they like they've done to Vunavalu. Remember yeah. how good Vunavalu yeah, was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who gives a shit now? Who can get the ball? Who gives a shit? Yeah, touch the ball twice a game. Yeah, doesn't get the ball. Well done. Okay, I'm so angry. I'm angry at five a.m. You are a bit. I'm like Matt. So we can actually <laughs> then roll into. But if I'm like this, can you be the can you be the upbeat one? Not a chance. Okay. So we've we've Lowest we've, we've discussed Whiten. Ever. We've discussed <laughs> Valandi's obsession with the competition and the salary cap. That that rolls into it. Canberra have a real have always had a massive problem since the nineties. No one wants to live in Canberra. No one wants to live in Canberra. I got a girl that worked for me at the video shop many years ago. Right. And she moved from Bilgola on the Northern Beaches, which is heaven, mm-hmm. to Canberra for a job. She must lo- have been must have been a good job. Good job. Fed federal police. Oh yeah. Okay. She loves Canberra. Right. And I said to her, I don't get it. Yeah. And she said she's never moving from Canberra. Now, she's not being paid a, 
$850,000 to be there. Mm. That's for sure. It's not a bad place. Right? It's Well, it's not a bad place. You would be a, an absolute god. It's fucking cold, mate. Yeah, it is cold. It's so cold. So is Melbourne. Yeah, but Melbourne's got culture and shit to do. But Canberra's got the Australian War Memorial. Yep. Questacon. Yep. And every time I go to Canberra, I think, better go to the War Memorial. Memorial. And then I it go, good. what else is there to do? Questacon. Old Parliament House. Yeah. Whose point are you making? Lake Burley Griffin. Oh, yep. Whose point are you making? <laughs> Which side are you on here? I can't tell. The Eagle Hawk Hill Motel. It's... Look, it's where shit gets done. And we all need a place like that. But if you've got a choice of going to the Dolphins and living in Redcliffe and getting paid 1.4 a year or going to Canberra from Mill, we're not really... Oh, no, there's no discussion. You with me? So then we You know what? You know, that, that's what it is. It's not that Canberra's bad. It's just that there's better places to be. Okay, so if that's the case... Because I have had some good times in Canberra, I'll be honest. So if that's the case, there's n- they're fucked. They need to bring local talent through and hope that they're like, yeah, don't want to leave Canberra. Yeah. And... Well, this is, this is the point. Uh, yeah. Uh, look, I don't have the answer to Can- for Canberra. Um... A lot of their local talent is not. A lot of their talent in their team is not local, because yeah, rugby league's not massive. The further south you go, mm. I think that might be part of it. They're recruiting from up north, so you know they're pulling players from Queensland to Canberra. I don't know what the problem is, but it's they just can't seem to throw a full, complete team together. Just when they look like getting really close, they lose someone. Or they lose two people. Yeah. And um, well, and, it's a, and it's a shame. It's a real shame. Because yeah. I, d- I don't hate Ricky. I like Ricky Stewart. Yeah. I think he brings a lot of flavour to the game. Yeah. He'd just be beating his head against a brick wall now going, Jackie, Jackie boy. Yeah. He's you were my boy. He's not happy. You were my boy. He's unhappy. But, look, if he has a problem with Jack White and doing what Jack White's doing, he's a fucking hypocrite. Because, mate, you've been a player. Mate, he, you he know was a Super League guy. You know, yeah, he, that was exactly the next sentence out of my mouth yeah. is you jump ship on the whole fucking league, brother. He destroyed the game. <laughs> he tried to, and he was one of the big ones. Yeah, he was the leader. Yeah, he was one of the big so ones. So look, let's not talk about going places for different reasons. Yeah. Because you've got yours and everyone's got theirs. For sure. You've got to walk your own path. Yeah. How we ended up at Souths? I, just, I don't know. There's no guarantee of a premiership there. There's there's a slightly higher chance, I'll give you that. But for a million bucks, I would not pay a million bucks for a possible Man, he's rent. 30. Mm. He's 30. Mm. Every, there's and every chance in two years you're, you're cut. And he play, he's play, he's going to have to play in the centres. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, it. that's how he makes it to 34, is he plays in the centres. That's how he makes it. Okay, then. So we then take the next point. I like this. So we're just going. We're just going talking points first. Yeah. So then the okay. next the next point mm. is, are the real deal? Well, I mean they, there's, there's, they're telling everyone they are. Yeah, that, that, and I like that. Yeah. Because, they like there's it. a big chance they shit the bed. 
Yeah, I like what I like is they're playing well across the park. They're not just relying on one or two million dollar players. They're playing very well across the park. Yeah. Um, the Broncos have South this week. I've tipped South. Yeah, I've t- I'm going to tip South as well. Mm. The Broncos have got a couple out. Yeah, but they're they're playing, and they're, th- this is the first real team. Is it the first real team the Broncos no. have played? No, not at all. Are they playing in Brisbane again? Or are they playing away for a change? We played Penrith round one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but are you playing in Brisbane again no. or are you playing away? Playing away. Okay, well, there you go. Let me check. I don't know. I actually don't know. It's well, too you, early. You don't Stop know. asking you don't me know questions. Because they played fucking seven games in Queensland. Yeah, well. Because they're the Broncos. That's right. Be better. No, they're playing Brisbane. Yeah, of course they are. <laughs> <laughs> of course they are, mate. <laughs> they never leave. They're playing Brisbane Friday night against the Rabbits. And, uh, yeah, I think the Rabbits will probably get up there and get the job done. They're just playing good. As I said, they're just playing well across the park. They're playing well in nearly every position. Yeah, they are playing well. And um, and that's, that is the hardest team to beat when you don't know who you've got to focus on. Yeah. Latrell's playing more than the standard seven minutes the last couple of weeks. He's played sort of 12 to 15. True. So, and it's been a good 12 to 15. Yeah. When somebody else makes a break. But he's still smart. And then he grabs a ball. And yeah. Scores in the corner chest. and yeah. tells everyone to shush. Yep. Okay. Now, this is one This is one close to my heart. And I picked this the minute this guy signed. So the, oh, okay. So, Kyle mm-hmm. Flanagan has been dropped. Mm-hmm. He's not a first grade player. No. It's as simple as that, right? No. Move on. Go to England. Daddy is now the assistant coach at Manly, and the talk is now that Shane Flanagan is trying to get Kyle Flanagan to Manly because Schuster is a lemon, and we'll probably get to that in the Manly Tigers game. Oh, we will. Kyle Flanagan just isn't NRL quality. He's not good enough. I'm sure he was an amazing junior footballer. I'm sure he was a standout junior reps coming through. He is not an NRL player. How old is he? He's young. I don't know exactly how old he is, but he's young. He's early 20s. Yeah. It looks to me, when I watch Kyle Flanagan play, it looks to me like he's he's been taken out of the oven too early. The scones haven't haven't fully baked, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. He's just not got that complete game. He does some things that you're like, fuck, that guy's good. But then five minutes later, you're like, what are you doing there? Flanagan's 24. Oh, okay. So he's not young, young. Okay, he's not young. He's... I, he's I, like, I'm waiting for you to say he's 20. No. So yeah, this, is the, this, is the, this is the Wild Water Sports... Cut. This is Wild Water Sports website. Yep. Manly assistant coach Shane Flanagan is trying to get son Kyle to Seagulls in 2024 in a bid to revive the halfback's career. They're talking about moving Cherry Evans to 5'8". And Kyle Flanagan to seven. They're talking about moving the current Queensland number seven yeah. out of his position. Yes. To accommodate this the vice the sorry, the assistant coach's son. Yep. That is the most rugby league headline I've ever heard. Yep. That's rugby league. Yep. They've got to get this they've got to get they've got to get this thing out of the game. Where if you've got a famous last name, you're in. 
Because it's so shit. Yeah. Agreed. Cherry Evans is the current Queensland it's, number seven. Yeah. Now, whilst he isn't amazing at the moment, he's still that. You can't move that guy for someone that can't keep a job at the Bull. If you can't keep a job at the Bulldogs, yeah. you're shit. Yeah, I, I've, <laughs> I've never rated him. I've never rated Kyle Flanagan. Yeah. At the Roosters, at the Roosters, he 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 deserves to be sacked. At the you know at the Bulldogs, he he's not first grade quality. He no. just isn't. He just doesn't look like he's completed his apprenticeship. Yeah, he just doesn't look like he's he's gotten to twenty four with the full skill set that you need I'll, to continue your job. I'll give you the tip. It's just that simple. I'll give you the tip. If Manly sign him, and I predicted this as soon as Shane Flanagan was named assistant coach, that Kyle Flanagan and the Eagles, it'd be a I, good day. I could be out. It'll be a good day. I could maybe not watch. That sounds like a you thing. Yeah. That's a Matt. Pisses me off. That's a Matt thing. Okay, hip drop. <laughs> hip drop. It's interesting. I've got a question for you, Matt. Yeah. What's a hip drop? From what I'm hearing, a hip drop is when you grab someone by the legs and throw your body weight off the ground... And have two feet off the ground and then pull, use that to pull the person down over themselves. Okay. Apparently. I don't know. But I've got to say, there are a few on the weekend. There's a few every weekend. I think Payne Haas's one was a bit harsh, right? Ezra Mam's one was probably also a little harsh. But when you look at it in slow-mo... His was worse than Payne Haas. He did leave the ground. He did. You could tell the motion. He did try to swing around and pull him down. I, I, again, I, I'm going to quote Gus here. The NRL's created this, and I'm going to quote Greg Cachel as well. The NRL has created this. They want the game to be fast. They want the game to be non-stop, blah, 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 blah. It's very difficult. I, I think the, it started with the original one was the attacking the knees, right? That was the first the first uh, tackle that the, the first, NRL... The first hip drop was a three-man tackle. Yeah. Two people are controlling the ball. Someone swings around behind. Pulls them they, back. Then, they then no, what they do is they put their body weight on the back of the legs and the guys up top drive over the top. Yeah. That is a hip drop tackle. Yeah. That is the get tackle that they said we want to get that out of the game because that tackle causes injury. Yeah. Ezra Mam's tackle does not cause injury. Yeah. What you've done is you've already removed the shoulder charge. Now, the shoulder charge looks really cool when Sonny Bill Williams does it, and it might cause injury to the head when he does it because he's fucking massive. The shoulder charge also is a way that a little player, the little player of the game, such as the Ezra Mams of the world, the Luke Brooks of the world, the the, uh, the um, who's the guy for the Roosters? Keary, Luke Keary of the world, you know, these halfbacks. The shoulder charge was also a way that the little fella could throw himself at the big fella and try and halt his momentum a lot of the time. And a lot of the time he'd get bumped off, but it was fun. And it gave him a weapon to use. They've removed that. Tough shit, little fella. Do your best. Now when the 120 kilo prop that can run 111.2 seconds is running at the little man, now he has to make a front-on tackle with his arms out and when he inevitably gets pushed to the back of the tackle because the other guy's massive, he's then got to let go. 
and let the guy keep going. Mm. Because otherwise, it's a hip drop. Now, I'm using Ezra Mam as, as an example. I want to be clear that I'm only using the Broncos players here as an example because there was three tackles in that game that were all polar, totally different tackles and they all got a hip drop penalty, mm. all of them. But they're all totally different. So first of all, yeah, yeah. we have a problem. Yeah, Ezra Mam's tackle is a big guy running at the line. He's just tried to grab him and the momentum of that guy going north has swung him left because he weighs half the guy's weight. It's one-on-one. Do you reckon there's any danger of that of that, that guy hurting that guy? Absolutely not. It's the only way he can get him to the ground. That guy popped straight up. There's no problem. The Eels. Who, who did it for the Eels? Headgear. Can't think who did it for the Eels in that game. Can't remember. That one was totally different. Um... He grabbed him, swung around, and then somebody got the tackle up top, and then he pulled his feet off the ground to put weight on the back of the legs to drive him over the top. As per definition, Ezra Mams and that one had the similar characteristics. So I understand that, mm. right? And if you're going to send... They're, they're still totally... If you watch them side by side, they are different tackles. One of them was at the line. There was other people there controlling the tackle for the yields. Ezra was one-on-one. But if you want to say, all right, you've thrown your body weight at the back of the knees, okay, sweet. You've taken your feet off the ground, you've thrown your body weight at the back of the knees. Payne Haas' one, he's got his left foot on the ground to the side of the player. He's never made contact with the back of the legs through the entire tackle. He's made contact with the outside of the right leg. With his foot on the ground, with Mm. Payne's foot on the ground. So he hasn't got his legs in the air, and he hasn't gotten behind the player. That just looked ugly, that. Campbell right. Gillard got caught in a bad spot. He did the splits, yeah. right? Also, Campbell Gillard is on his is on his knees, and he's got his hands on the ground. He's in he's in doggy, right? At point of weight on outside of leg, he's already on the ground. Yeah. So you haven't used your body weight to bring him down because he's down. Yeah. So the player's already on the ground. You haven't thrown your body weight to the back of the knees. And you've made, you've maintained, and you as the tackler have made contact, as, as sorry, have continually made contact with the turf. Now the re, the, the eels player got a fine. Mm. Arguably the most, by definition, hip drop tackle of them all. Ezra and Payne get a week. Just trying to even up the competition, mate. So, what I'm saying, I'm gonna, I'm gonna avoid the, it. Oh, they're picking on us, right? What I'm saying is, I was trying to sit there and think about how the fuck was I going to talk about this on the podcast, and I thought of several reasons why I'm outraged as a Bronco, and then I just sat back and sort of went, now you know what the problem is? I love rugby league, and I analyse rugby league. And I can't tell you definitively what the fuck a hip tackle is. Hip drop tackle is. Yeah. It's a massive concern. The refs can't tell you what a hip drop yeah, tackle it's is. It's a massive concern. And now the the judiciary can't confirm what a hip drop tackle is. Yeah. The hip drop tackle, by definition, is defender will generally have to grip the opposition player using that grip to lift or maintain body weight. Sorry, to they will then lift or... Let me start again. The defender will have grip of the opposition player 
Oh, mate, I can't even read the fucking definition, right? They then will drip, uh, drop or swing their hips around. <laughs> the defender swivels to their nearest hip away from the body, dropping their hips or lowering the body onto the opposition player's lower body limbs. So you're supposed to go to the back of the body, throw your legs in the air and put your body weight on the back of their legs. That is a hip drop tackle. So by definition, Payne Huss hasn't done that and he's been sat down for a week. Yeah, it's, it's, I think, that again, it's, I think this is the whole... We talked about this the other week. Where we talked about um, the the injury or the the effect of the tackle having an effect on the penalty, right? So... Well, he's, he's been given a week off because somebody... It was a weird tackle. Yeah. He looked hurt, man. Hey, mate, if you do the splits with yeah, Payne Huss on the outside he, of your knee... They thought he broke his hip. It's going to fucking hurt. Yeah, Absolutely. But I just want to... I just want to... There was two, two other things that happened on the weekend that have nothing to do with the Broncos, which is in the same vein. Yeah. Right? Zach Lomax tackled Luke Geary as he made contact with the ball when he was putting a bomber. That was pathetic. Absolute, perfectly... Pathetic. Perfect timing. Are you going to talk about something in the same game as well? Yes. Yeah, right, yeah. good. It was perfect timing yep. from Lomax. There was nothing wrong with that. He sprinted from marker. Luke Curie has taken the ball too far to the line. Yep. Halfback's mistake. He's gone to put a bomb up. And literally, as his foot is in contact with the ball, he has been tackled. He didn't get picked up. He wasn't in the air. He didn't get dumped on his head. Yep. He just got tackled. Penalty, because it was hard. In the same game, Victor Radley... This, this is a joke. ...got sent off for 10 minutes... For a head clash. This is a joke. Yo, you tackled him. Uh, contact with the head. And Victor goes, but my head hit his head. That's a head clash. No. He stayed down. Ten. Yeah. That was a joke. That were the two things I was going to talk about. So when you put that with Payne Haas's tackle, which by definition... Now, here's the thing. If you want to make that a hip drop tackle, I'm cool, right? Do it then. I'm not saying poor, I'm just saying you can't call one the same thing as the other. Let's have some consistency. You can't penalise Zach Lomax for a perfect tackle and you can't send this guy off. What we're seeing is, the only consistent thing that we're seeing, is we're seeing if you do a really hard tackle and somebody unfortunately gets injured in a really high contact sport, it doesn't matter what you did or what the intent was or what the actual fucking rules are, you're off. Yeah. Agreed. So you know, what what we're going to have is if you go to a UFC match now and you hit the guy really hard in the face, oh, he's going to have to sit down for 10. Of course we wouldn't see that because it's a contact sport. They're allowing for people to get hurt, but we've somehow forgotten about that. Yeah. You're not allowed to get hurt in our game anymore. Okay, move on. Luke Brooks? I feel like that was surprisingly non-biased. Were you all right with that? Oh, I think the hip drop, I think everyone would agree the hip drop tackle is a joke. I just want to know what the... F- just tell us what it is. Just tell us what it is. Yeah, and then be consistent with it. So we can anal- analyse it. Yeah. Okay, Luke Brooks. I think Luke Brooks and, <laughs> and Appy are probably in the okay. same. This is funny now. Yeah. 365 days. Uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before. Luke Brooks took t- ticked up to six, 365 days, a neat one year since he'd won an NRL game. Yeah. How does he have a job? Oh, it, this is, blows me away. And How he, does he have a job? I watched the man. He, was, he has got nude photos of the coach he must, somewhere. He must. Somewhere. They rolled the dice on the wrong kid. Yeah. Like letting Moses yeah. go. And picking. Well, essentially, essentially they they chose to... Oh, maybe Moses went first. 
But they should have let Brooks go. The problem is Brooks, Luke Brooks showed a lot of promise and then has done nothing since. But this is the, and this is the concern, right? You pay, it's a hell of a lot of pressure to be paid a million dollars a year. Mm. Right? A hell of a lot of pressure. Especially on a million. Mate, he's on nearly a million bucks. He's on a lot of money, mate. He's on a lot of money. (laughs) He may not be on a million, but he's on, he he was on a, he was only a kid and they signed him for some, for a huge deal, for a long term deal at like six, seven hundred thousand. Locked him up. Marquee player. He's just not that good. He was shocking against the Eagles. Shocking. Mm. Thank God he plays for them. If Cherry Evans plays for the Tigers, the Tigers win by 20. Yeah. In that game. Yeah. Brooks dropped the ball. Drops, Brooks missed tackles. He's just he's just not very good. Yeah. And it sort of begins and ends there with the Tigers. Like, if well, you're you seven... You've got to have a seven. Yeah. That's the... He's driving the bus, mate. Maybe Kyle Flanagan can go there. What? You know what? He's better than Luke Brooks. <laughs> yeah, Brooks, Brooks he actually is not great. For 365 days, there's a, there's a bloody meme going around of that. And I just looked at it. And as much as I laughed, I went, oh, fuck, that's bad, man. A year. The Tigers are bad. Without a win. The Tigers are bad. Now, the Tigers have lost their first seven in a row. Happy Coruscant signed at the start of the year. Yeah. He has now lost as many games since he's been at the Tigers than he lost in his three years at Penrith. Yeah. That's a stat. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, do you know what? You know what? Talk about decisions. He could have gone to he could have gone to he the Dolphins. Gone, yeah. They wanted him. Well and he went, nah, I'll go Togs. This is where this is what makes me laugh. He wanted to be in This Sydney. is what makes me laugh is mm. that yeah, money Money ain't everything, mate. No. That Papali and him, they must hate their lives. And sure, you can look at your bank balance and go, Oh yeah, but look at this, but it must be miserable. Yeah. Turning up to training, turning up to footy, and just knowing you're gonna lose. Yeah. Mate, they're playing Penrith this week. Is there a bit of Jackie White in that comment? Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's sad. Let's get into round eight. There was a bit of negative there. We better say something positive about someone. Well, we'll say it in the round recap. Will we? Okay. Yeah, I've got nothing positive. I don't like you one. making promises. Okay, Thursday. Uh, <laughs> Thursday Rabbits <laughs> finished strong to get over the Panthers, twenty eighteen. They did, and they, that's all they, they did. did. The, the Panthers were looking pretty good, I thought, for most of the game. And yeah. then suddenly, yeah, I don't know whether they switched off a bit or the Rabbits just decided they were going to turn it up. I think the Panthers switched off a bit, if yeah. I'm honest. If, yeah. I'm, if, if I'm reading the room there, um, the Panthers just look like they thought they were probably home. Yeah. And the Rabbits are playing some good footy, which you just can't do that. Well, you got to... It's just know, so simple. you got to be careful... Rabbits are the kind of team they tend to just throw caution to the wind a bit, mm-hmm. and with two two or three minutes to go, and you're down by four. I was thinking something's going on here. Mm. It sort of looked like Penrith were going to lose. Yeah, but let's not forget that the week before Penrith beat the Knights by a point. Penrith haven't been good all year. The so, only game they played well was against Manly. I don't know why I fucking tipped them. Yeah. Oh, well, but welcome to my tipping. Yeah, I tipped them as well. Welcome to my tipping. I, there's no doubt that this year is the most even competition that has been for the last four or five years. It is, yeah. There's teams at the top that have come back to earth. 
and there's teams at the bottom that are just having a run. Yeah. And I think that's good old-fashioned fun. Yep. It is good old-fashioned fun. T- the you know, tipping comps and, and the, the betting agencies are making more money than ever. Yeah, for sure. Let me tell you that because yeah. people are just, oh, I don't know, that, that team, yeah. 20 bucks, shit. You know, they lost. Penrith yeah. lost, yeah. you know. So, like, last week, for example, people would have had their mortgages on the Panthers 13-plus against the Knights. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the betting agencies just go, thank you very much. Mm. Nobody had them by a point. No, I guarantee exactly. you no one had them by a and point. And we'll talk about the betting agencies. <laughs> we'll get to the betting agencies in a minute. Okay, Rabbits might have stood up and said, we could be contenders, but we'll, we'll find out. It's mm. a long season to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday night, Eels 16, Broncos 26. In the Northern Territory. Yeah, up in Darwin. Now, Anzac Day, they're, they're st- standing there with their arms around each other doing the last post. It was 8 o'clock at night. They were sweating. It was still 28 degrees they, or something. No, it was 32. Yeah, wow. They were sweating. The camera zoomed in on Ezra Mam and he was he looked like Nico Hines. Yeah. He was that wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, hard game, good game. Yeah. Good game of footy. Going at each other all uh, all game. I thought Mitchell Moses actually played a really good game. But you know what? Um, it's a stock standard Parramatta uh, performance where they're they're out of the game. They're gone and they score a couple tries. They're the last try scorers of the game. They scored two. They, they scored two. Won the fifty eighth. Won the sixty third to make it look respectable. The first half was probably the best first half of football that I've seen from the Broncos. They completed eleven out of eleven. Of their first sets of six. Yeah. But not only did they complete, they made over 50 metres a set in the first half. You're not supposed to do that when the other team's fresh. They got a roll on and they were playing good, hard, straight line footy. And Parra wasn't ready for that. That's that's all that happened. Bronx just came out and played good, hard footy. In the second half, Parra came out and did the same thing. And they were back in the game. And I was shitting myself. We got it together. So that was all right. But um, But that was a good, hard game of footy. It was it was good, but again, Parramatta, they're gone. Uh, Sharky's dogs. Sharky's dogs. Sharky's too good. Sharky's too good, but leading 32-20 mm. with a minute to go, Nico Hines kicks a field goal mm. for no real reason other than he had a bet on the team at 13-plus. Mm. So I like that. Yeah, I, I chuckled as that, soon as I saw the field that, goal. That, goal. Was, that was for the punters. A lot of people are going to be super disappointed with that. Yeah. Or very or happy. Very happy. very happy. I don't know. I reckon Sharks v Bulldogs. I reckon there's a few 13-plus bets yeah. in that the week before. 100%. And he's just he's just popped that over the field. Popped that over the post. Yeah. Turned to the members section. Yeah, gotcha. Gotcha back. Gotcha back, boys. I'll take I'll take a cool 20% clip on that one. Thank you very much. Um, Nico's a man of the people. Seems to be. Came from nothing. Yeah. I think single mum had Manly nothing. Junior. Manly Junior. Manly Junior. But I, I I was reading something about him during the week. Um, I think, yeah, literally came from nothing. Mm. Literally, you know. He's got teeth like he came from nothing. Well, lived with mates, yeah. you know. Mum didn't always have somewhere to be. and Yeah. Just one of those guys that went, oh, I'm going to work myself out of this situation, which just <sighs> annoyingly makes me respect the yeah. shit out of him. Yeah. Okay. Cowboys eighteen, Knights sixteen. I tipped the cow. I tipped the Knights here. So did I. And well, the cows suck until I don't tip them, and yeah. and then they can play footy. The Knights had a solid crack. Yeah, they had a chance to win. Um, but you know, 
But the cows, uh, I'll tell you who was good in this game. Kyle Felt. Oh, I hate Kyle Felt. Okay, fine. Yeah. But he just came in off the wing a lot. He does this, right? 15, 20 to go. He must have had more hit-ups than the forwards. Yeah. And I like I like that. I don't particularly like the guy, but I like someone like that that goes, give me the fucking ball. Yeah. Get out of the way. You're rooted. Right? Give me the ball. And then he's niggling them. Yeah. And he won like two or three penalties in a row. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just by being a little bit of a dick. He's a dick. Right? But he just niggles them and he gets the penalty. And then he charhoos and then he comes in for another hit-up. I noticed. Yeah. You know, he's, that, he's that guy that you go, He's working hard in the last ten, yeah. But that's what you want from your from your outside backs. Yeah. We're rooted, man. Get in here and give us a hand. And the Knights didn't do that, and the cows did, and they came home pretty strong yeah. off the back of a bit of that determination from the outside backs. Yeah, I liked it. Okay. I didn't tip them, but no, I liked I it. I didn't tip them either. And then, oh my uh, god, the Titans! Titans leading twenty six nil. How do you lose this game? Sorry. Lose 28-26. What? <laughs> Incredible. It's now called, it's now called, if you blow a lead, it's now called doing a Titan. It was, it was actually really hard to watch. Just like that yawn was. Yeah, it was really hard <laughs> to watch. That was hard to watch. It was really hard to you watch. You spoke all the way through it. Yeah. So it's <laughs> How's your heart burn? Professional. <laughs> it was really hard to watch. What about Jennings? I'm worried that you would have a fucking heart attack. What about <laughs> what about Jennings bombing that try? And what about Nicarima losing his shit at him? I was I was I was like, what is this guy doing? Mm. And there's one of his one of his teammates is standing behind him, like going, "Get up!" I was like, "Oh my god!" It's almost I don't know. It's incredible. It's probably the. There's been some massive bomb tries. Yeah. Right. But that's probably not the worst, but that's pretty it's damn up there. bad. It's pretty damn bad. Look, it's up there. Yeah. But and but he and then he had another chance to score not long after, which was not not given. And then he scored the cracker. Well he scored two. Yeah. He scored two anyway. Yeah. So yeah. I just don't understand how the Titans can do that. I just don't I don't like I don't get it. They didn't score a point. From the twenty-sixth minute in the game, no. Look, it was it was twenty-six-six at halftime. Yeah, you have to be better. You can't. Yeah. You're an NRL team. They go to and, and they're playing the Dolphins. Yeah, right. Oh, the Dolphins are good this year. No, you know what the Dolphins have? Heart. Hmm. Dolphins have got heart. They've got desire. I tell you what, they'll Wayne's, fucking turn up. For Wayne's you. halftime chat must have been must have been pretty damn good. But this is what Wayne does. Mm. Wayne won't always roll you out the most skillful, amazing team. He'll roll you out a team of, of heart. He'll roll you out a team of players that will play for each other. They'll play for the guy to the left and the right. And they'll leave it all out on the field. Yeah, That's what Wayne does. Well, the Titans play Eagles this week. and The Titans just don't have... It's going to sound harsh. They just don't have the backbone required. It's, but it would seem that way. Just when you need to stand up, they yeah, can't stand up. It would up. seem that way, right? It would seem that. Way. Okay. Uh, me old mate, me old mate Nath. Mm. He's a Titan fan through and through. Oh, heartbreak. I haven't seen him since. Yeah, no, that's heartbreak. I think I think 
He he messaged me and said, I'm going to go run a bath with my favourite toaster, and I haven't spoke to him since. <laughs> okay, Seagulls 22, <laughs> West Tigers 16. This game was never in doubt. Well, you know what? Never in doubt. Uh, what, was you, what did you just say? Manly were awful. Never in doubt. It was never in doubt. Manly were <laughs> awful and should have lost this game. I was on my, I was watching this, and my mates on the on my text thread with my mates who were all Manly fans, mm. except for except for one of them. Well, it was sixteen yeah. all until the seventy first minute. Yeah, and Jason Saab scored a kick off, uh, try for kick. Oh my god, this was hard. Manly, after after five minutes, I texted my mates and go, "This is not the team that played Melbourne last week." No, but this is Manly, and this is Manly, and Schuster was an embarrassment. Shouldn't be on the field. Uh, and the, he wasn't alone. There were a couple of them that were like, oh, my God, but Schuster, a guy that has big-noted himself saying he wants to play six, he wants this, he wants that, uh, he's he's mm. he doesn't deserve anything. He's got a, I got a shit ton of potential, right? I want to tell you to be positive, but you're right. He's not a six. <laughs> he's not a six. And he's... Maybe he's playing injured. He's he's been sat down this week. They reckon they're giving him. He's got problem with his quad still, which was mm. obvious because. But apparently, injuring your quad means that you can't tackle, mm. especially when people run straight at you. Yes. Um. He's lazy. That's his yes. problem. Yes. He, there's no other way to describe it. That he is just lazy. Yes. And he was found out against a very poor team. Yes. We're gonna find out this week. If you owe me 50 push-ups or not. Because Big Tommy went off with a groin injury. Well, they've named him. I know they've named I him. I hope. I'm, I'll be happy to do the 50 because they but, shouldn't be picking him. But he won't get injured this year and he won't miss a game. Well, he hasn't yet. He's, he's hanging on a thread. No, but he hasn't yet. Hanging on a thread. Hasn't yet. And you know. I'll, I'm, I'll be doing 50 he got push-ups. Run, he got run down by... And I'll be on my knees. He got run... knee push-ups. He got run down by a prop. He I know. He got run down by number 10. I know. I know. Mate, it's poor. He's... Not fit. He's not fit. Anyway, we'll move on to that. Manly get the cookies. Yeah, we have which to move on. We keep talking about Tommy. Manly are second on the ladder. <laughs> Just remember that. Well, after this week, if they remain second, the Broncos play Manly during Magic Round. Yes. 1v2. Yeah. Stop it. I know. That'll be good, won't it? Do we go to Brisbane? Maybe. I've, ne- I've been talking about going to Magic Round for the last few years. Maybe well, we there's do. Not ma- I, don't, I think tickets are gone. But they probably are. I don't know. Maybe. We, we, it's next Friday night, isn't it? If we No, you know what? If we don't go to Br- we we have a beer. We'll have to do something. For we'll, the we'll, we'll, we will genuinely have to have a beer. We'll have to do something. You might even have to have a beer. Let's not get crazy. No, just to get yourself through the game. Uh, okay, Anzac Day. <laughs> Roosters, Roosters 27, Dragons 26. And the Roosters tried to give this one away and should have lost. Well, no, I, okay, I found something to be positive about. Okay, I thought the dragons were very good. Dragons stood up, and I didn't. I th- didn't think the roosters played particularly bad. I thought this was just a fucking cracking game of footy. But I, I really think with six minutes to go, they kick a field goal with six minutes to go. Yeah, dragons have all the momentum. The field goal what shouldn't have been enough to take the wind out of their sails. They looked like they just. Well, they nearly scored after the field goal. Yeah, they nearly scored. It just went dead. Yeah. Um. The the fullback there. What's his name? Sloan? Sloan. He's God, good. He, had a, he had a cracking game. He's good, man. Yeah. He, you look at him and you go, you're too skinny. Mm. Well, he should be able to just pick you up and throw you off. But he's elusive. Yeah, he's fast. Um, the Dragons have got a little bit more in the last couple of weeks. They're not winning games. But they've got more than I've given them credit for, I think. They've got a bit. And I think they will start to win some. Yeah. 
Okay. I really do, mate. The the Roosters did not play bad here. Yeah. But the Dragons stayed with them. You can stay with the Roosters. You're going to beat some people. Yeah. It's just that simple. Uh, j- a couple of talking points. Joey Manu to six. I thought had a great game. Well, he's a good player. I thought he had it. But, but I thought yeah. I, it looked like, oh, I like you there. Mm. You're good there. Um. I had a little uh, had a little bet which I did put on the saw that chat. Now put it on before it cashed, unlike many of our fucking listeners. And then I was heckled. <laughs> oh, you put the mocker on them there? No, I'm putting it on there to throw myself out there. All right, because what I hate is people put fifty bets on and they share the one they won. Yeah, of course. Oh, I won four hundred bucks on this multi. Yeah, but I'm six hundred down for the weekend. Yeah. Come on, mate, throw it up there. Anyway, did put the mocker on them. I yeah, did. Of course. I will say, yeah, i got a foot in each camp here. Of course. <laughs> so I did put the mocker on them. But they got the win. But I had uh, any time try scorer for Tedesco, always. But Joey Manu running the ball at the line. And he did exactly what I thought he would do. Got the ball. He looked outside. The people outside the six of the a Roosters six, the centres have never had more room yeah. this year. Because... Up until now, they've been marking Luke Keary on the inside and they can just slide whenever they want because yeah. they only need one arm on the inside to take Luke Keary down. They don't need to commit to the six. Yeah, and, you're right. Yeah. Right? Yep. Joey Manu's running to the line and the other team has to make a fucking decision here because if I jam, if I don't jam on this six here, it's Joey Manu. He's going through yeah. and he'll probably run the length of the field and score. So I can't slide yeah. until he gives the ball. So Joey Manu's put his centre through on that left side a couple of times, and they look really good on the left side just because he's a running 5'8", bigger body, ask some questions, put the centre through from halfway and from their own half a couple of times, and then when they get down to the uh, to their attacking half, looks like he's going to put the centre through, <coughs> defence slides, bang, through the line he yep. goes, scores a try. The Roosters are better for having him there. Sorry, Sammy Walker. Your cut for the year. Yeah, no, agree with that. Your cut. Okay, the other, the late night Anzac game, Melbourne just scrape ahead in front of the Warriors. And I reckon they only win because the Warriors have no bench for the last 15 minutes. Again, that's one way of looking at it. Melbourne did finish, their second half was, they, they were terrible in the first half. Well, what, what, you, what, what you said was perfectly accurate. The Warriors had... Zero bench, heaps of injuries. But I always wonder when, with games like that, did they just fall over or did Melbourne bash them into the face of the earth and then they got injured? Yeah. you got to ask yourself, like Nelson Solomona, he was, he was hot and horny for this game. He was up and <laughs> he, about. Yeah, he's an angry man. But sometimes he comes out and he's a teddy bear. Like he's had a bad week and he just trots it up there and has a cu- couple of good runs and pops Well, he's ball. playing his homeland, right? Right. So but, he's... he's Playing his old mate. Sometimes he comes out like someone stuck a firecracker up his ass. I, I, I tell you what, he's not a bad thing to look at. He played schoolboy rugby. Yeah. And get on YouTube and look at his schoolboy rugby highlights. It's not. <laughs> it's, I've, I've done it. It's I've man joked, versus I've, I've, boys, I've mate. I've already done it. It's man versus boys. He was that big at yeah, 13. He was massive. He was just killing people. But he, for some reason, he was up and about this game. And uh, if he's up and about, it's fucking terrifying. But I must say, it's the Warriors. Man. The Warriors. Outplayed Melbourne in the first half considerably. Yeah, Munster 
decided to stand up in the second half. Yeah. And he does that. When he runs the ball, God, he's good. And I hate saying that, but God, yeah. he's good when he runs the ball. But he's one of these guys, right? He, if he'll, he'll run the ball to the line, and if you jam on him, he's good enough to get, get the ball to the yeah. outside man. He annoys me. And if you do slide, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yep. Uh, again, Melbourne aren't firing on all cylinders. I don't think they can win the comp, but they got the chocolates this week. Okay, tips for around nine. We'll get through these quickly. We've got a bit to get through to finish. I don't know why we still do the tips. If, if anyone's listening to our tips. Tips? Well, it's just so... Okay, tips around nine. Sharks, Cowboys. Sharks. Sharks. Eels, Knights. Shark, sharks by 20. It's at Shark Park. Uh, at Sharks by at least 13. 13. 13 plus. Thanks, Nico. Uh, Eels Knights. Got to pay for all that product. <laughs> Eels Knights. Eels. Eels. Broncos, Rabbits. I have tipped the Rabbits in Suncorp, which, I'm tipping, which hurts me. I'm tipping the Rabbits. Raiders, Dolphins in Canberra. I have tipped Canberra. Yeah, I'm going to go with Canberra. The reason I've tipped Canberra here, and I, I will justify, I think there's going to be a lot of pressure on Jackie Whiten to play a good game, and he is the kind of guy that if the pressure is on, he can he can step up. Yeah. He'll either have the worst game of his life or the best game of his life. So this is a Hail Mary tip. Yeah. Either Ricky and him have shaken hands and they've said, I understand, mate. We'll get along. Let's finish the year on a high. And let's let's show the Raiders crowd that you're still there for him. And he comes out and he does that. Yeah. Or he sulks and he sits in the corner, because the Raiders players all hate him and Ricky won't talk to him. Yeah. So it's the winner of this game will be determined right now before yep. the game starts. Yeah, for it'll, sure. It's, it'll be determined at training. Yeah. So I've, I'm we're going Raiders. Right. Uh, Canberra's also a fucking hard place to go. For sure. Especially right now when it's freezing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Eagles Titans at Four Pines. Yeah, I don't know here. I'm going Eagles. Yeah, I'll go Eagles. Panthers, Tigers, please. So this is the highest percentage that there's been all year. 99% of people have tipped <laughs> Penrith. 1% of people have not put their tips in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nice. Sunday, Warriors, Roosters over the Dutch. I'm going to go the Roosters. Yeah, I'm going to go Roosters. I think Warriors are injured. Yes. Uh, Sunday afternoon, Dragons, Bulldogs. This is the Dragons. This this will be. This is the time. It's down at uh, Wynn Stadium. If they can bring some form like they brought last week, which I think they they might be able to do, they've been they've been pipped at the post a couple of a couple, and the Bulldogs are bringing in a fresh number seven. Yep. So, again, does does it magically click or do the does it take a minute? Yep. I'm so. I'm picking the Dragons. We'll go the Dragons on that. So we've tipped the exact same. We have. We have. And we both suck. We do. Excellent. Just a quick update. So up- just go the opposite of all those and you'll have a good week. Just a quick update on the Man City Arsenal game. 2 0 mm. City. Yeah. Half time. Thanks, Matt. Can I get a quick update on who's well out of contention for first and second? <laughs> it's irrelevant, mate. Uh, so <laughs> there was a golf tournament on the weekend played in Adelaide. There was a golf to- tournament. And, it was and a, I want to know what you thought of it, Matt. I didn't watch much of it. That, watched, that shocks me. I watched some highlights. Just, I, I look, can we pause while I pick my jaw up? Do you know what? I, this was a this was a direct reflection on the lack of golf, live golf available with quality players in Australia. 
I think that it would have been the same if it wouldn't have mattered. We haven't had any real good golf in Australia for a long time. I like what they did. There's no doubt they put a show on. It was a it's party, a spectacle. Man. It was a party. Mate, when when that Kepka kid he made the hole in one and they threw all the beers all over him. Yeah. I thought that was amazing. Yeah. But but the the energy of the player yes. was right there with the fan. Yes. And that's endearing. No matter what sport you're watching, when the players are having a great time and the fans are having a fucking great time, you got that Bert, um, what's his name, Bert? Bert Kreischer. Kreischer. Yeah. In the stands. Got the shirt off. Yeah, of course. Whizzing it around. People are like, this guy, right? There was all of that. But then there was also some quality some quality golf played. Yeah, the Gooch. The, the Gooch. Gooch. streets ahead. Dude. Hit, Again. Stumping it too. That's not an easy course. No, it's not an easy course. He was but, stumping it. Yeah. Must be nice to know you're getting paid no matter what though. So, But this is the this is the thing. You're not going to get everything, right? You're going to get a party atmosphere and you're going to get a roster like that to Adelaide. You can't get a good, bunch of good so golfers. Sydney, Sydney are pushing hard. The yeah, next well, they, I bet year. they are. Yeah. Because you can't get a bunch of good golfers from Queensland to go to Adelaide because Adelaide's shit. Yeah, it's no so if you're, if you're going to get people from overseas to Adelaide, there's no money down there. No, agreed. They've got to go there for a good time. They've got to be prepaid. Contrary to what people do say, oh, it's not for the fucking good of the game. You just want to make shitloads of money. Maybe both's true. Because a lot of people watch golf that weekend. A lot of people tuned into golf. A lot of pe- a lot of my mates that don't play golf, that don't watch golf, watch live, and they went, fuck, golf's a bit of fun. Kind of grew the game a little bit. Maybe. So, proof's in the pudding. Mm, maybe. Ma- maybe they have got all gone for the money. Maybe they are accidentally also growing the game. Uh, maybe uh, there's maybe there's a middle ground. I think there's a middle ground. I think you'd be naive to think that they're, <laughs> that they're growing the game. Well, I don't think that's true. Mm. Anyway. You've got a bunch of people who don't watch golf in a country that doesn't watch golf, all watching and going to golf. Sold out tournament, tourism through the roof, TV ratings out through the roof on seven plus. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't I, know I, how you don't say you have you've gro- you haven't grown the game that weekend. Okay, you've yeah. cl- you've, the stats are you've clearly done it. Yeah. You've clearly got a, a country of people who don't like a city. <laughs> yeah, flown to it's a also, city. But I think it's I think it's a country of people that are yearning for golf. Yeah. It's a country of people that are saying... That's how you grow a Give game. us golf. That's how you grow yeah, a game. Maybe so. Maybe so. You make it fun. Yeah. I, maybe so. And you you know, I don't think... I don't think... But I don't think that's true. I don't think that it's the product that they delivered. I think if no, the PGA I meant, Tour I, I, go... Sorry, sorry. I meant fun for the players to come here. Yeah. Well, well right. Yeah, you need to make it attractive. Right. Scotty Scheffler's never fucking coming here. Yeah. He can go out and play the Arizona Open for more money... Than it'll cost. Oh, I, I hear you. To I win hear, the you. Australian Open. I hear you. And there's no one playing in that one. He can play left-handed to win the Arizona Open and make a million bucks. He comes to the Australian Open. He's got to fly here, stay here. He'll win three hundred grand Australian, pay tax, and fly home. I hear. So, I, hear. I liked it, mate. It was a good event. It was done well. Look good. It was really, really what you said uh, last podcast. How they did the uh, the captains on the first day, yeah. and then the teams all the other day. That was the thing I liked the best. Yeah. I really liked it. It was quite cool. And you could tune into... I didn't like that my team sucks. The Aussie team sucks. 
Yeah. Smith's good. That's about it. Leash had it. Leash had a go. We need some players. Yeah. But this is how you get them. Yeah. No, don't dis- don't. I can't. I can't disagree with it. Okay. I, I'm not a live guy, but I can see what they're doing. Mm. And it works in Australia because we have no golf. Okay. We've done the two nil update half time. Man City. Is it three three nil yet? Uh, not yet. So right. it's hard, and it's only because it's half time. Oh, okay. Uh, relegation update. Oh, Knotts Forest went out and won a game. Didn't they? Mm. They did. Go on, Knotts. And really threw a curveball mm. into proceedings. Mm. Uh, this is the fun bit. This is the fun bit. Uh, Southampton still on the bottom with a game in hand, and Everton, mate, Everton's second last on 28 points. They've got a game in hand, though. Yeah, see, this game in hand business, this is the this is what's the speculation. Yes. This is what I like about it. It's yes. the game in hand yeah, action. It is. Yeah, you don't get this in many other sports. No. Because everyone just plays on the weekend. But with... Uh, with FIPA, yeah. with, with the old English Premier League, yes. they've got FA Cup. Yeah. They've got Carabao Cup. They've got International Break. They've got all these other little tournaments. Um, Champions League. And it causes teams to miss the odd week. So Everton and Southampton, who are last and third last, respectively, have yet to play a game and they can get points. So not... Nottingham Forest, no, they didn't. They lost, didn't they? No, they won two one. Oh, did they? Yeah. Mm. I apologize. Oh no, they lost two one. Sorry, say they lost. They, they lost two one. Sorry. No, they that but that's what put the the spanner in, right? Yeah. Because now they stayed on twenty seven. If Southampton get a win, no, okay, they lost, but not Forest are two one up against Brighton as we speak. Oh, they're two one up. Yeah. Against Brighton. Yeah. As we speak, which is. Very surprising because Brighton are eighth. Yes. So there's a little bit of a sneaky going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, Leicester went up. Yeah. So anyway, it's there's plenty happening at the bottom of the EPL table. We'll keep you posted each week. Yes, uh, we will. Mentioned. We've never pretended to be professional. I mentioned. Don't you start now. <laughs> I mentioned to you, you to some time on. ago. You're trying to move on. Well, mate, it's, we're, at the, we're at the pointy end now. I mentioned to you some time ago oh, about a TV series, Matt. a TV series, Welcome to Wrexham. Yeah. About Ryan Reynolds and uh, Rob McElhenney, who bought the Wrexham Football Club in Wales. I mean, could this have gone better? So they could paid, paid $2.5 million for Wrexham Football Club. They were sure? Yeah. Well, they paid way more. I think it was 2.5. Uh... No, I think it was a lot really? more than that. Yeah. Okay. Well, they paid them a certain amount of money, which we'll confirm. Yeah, I think they pay, I think they bought the team and then had to pay some debt or something. I think, oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I I recently watched an interview with Ryan Reynolds, okay. Reynolds and this other guy, and they wouldn't give a number, but they were saying just how fucking much it was. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, they were like, it's so much money. So they they've. Uh, but that also could be what they've spent since. Okay, so mm. how much did Wrexham cost for Ryan Reynolds and, and McElhenney? Multiple reports have indicated that the price the Hollywood Joe paid for the rights to own Wrexham was around £2 million. Oh, pounds. £2.5 million US dollars. Is, it, is that the exchange rate on US at the moment? I think of what's, what it's saying here. But it was like two. That's what it's saying. So anyway... Okay. All right. So they must, it must be what they've spent on players. They must since. Yeah, they've spent a lot on players because that that must be what it is. Yeah. So they've now they took over the the TV series is amazing. If you've not watched it, you've got to watch it. It's it's so much fun. What's it on? It's on uh, it's on Disney. Oh, we'll see. Welcome to Wrexham. Uh, Give me your password. 
I'll sort it out for you. Excellent. It's great. You've got to watch Welcome to Wrexham. It's really, it's good fun. Disclaimer, don't and do that. It's illegal. I have been watching Wrexham throughout this year. Okay. And they've just been promoted. So yes. into the, uh, from the, the uh, whatever league they're in, the bottom league. Yes. The very bottom league into now the the next tier up. The, the English Football League. Engl- English Football League. So they're a next tier and up. And now in the English Football League. Yeah. So it is. They were a non-league team. Yeah. So it is. Incredible the the scenes on the game. So what happens is that the first past the post gets automatic promotion. Last year they were in the playoffs. They finished second, and I'm not going to ruin it, but obviously they didn't get promoted. Mm-hmm. But mate, the scenes at the they call it the I think it's called the railway uh, the the stadium, mm-hmm. and it was just incredible. Like the, these people have not they've been down for so long, and this is a pretty proud and one successful football club, Wrexham. Um, mm. They've played in the Champions League. They've done a lot over the years, but just, you know, through bad decisions and bad ownership and a lack of concern that they just ended up where they were. But these two these two Hollywood stars have taken it under their wing and, mate, it was pretty freaking impressive watching it. Yes, absolutely. And, look, this is, this is what star power gets you, right? So Ben Foster, who's yes. the cycling goalkeeper, but also Premier League goalkeeper. Played for Manchester United. Yeah. Right? Cracking bloke. Yeah. Hilar- great bloke. Got Hilar- a really good podcast. Really good podcast. Um, he's had a YouTube channel forever. He's also Manchester United goalkeeper. Yes. Right? Also played for other Premier League teams. Fantastic keeper. There was a news headline last week. Did you see this? YouTube, YouTube star helps Wrexham secure promotion. Yeah. And you know who shared that? Ben Foster. Yeah. Just went, how good's this? My YouTube career has now officially taken over my goalkeeping career. Mate, he he played a huge part. Of course he did. And you know why he's in the team? Because he went, that's fucking cool what you guys are doing over there. I'll play for you for next to nothing. He's just doing it for shits and giggles, mate. Mate, he he saved a penalty which essentially secured their promotion. And he's always been incredibly good. Yeah. You know, some keepers are yeah. better at penalties. He's always been that guy. Mate, it was an unbelievable, unbelievable scenes. Now, there's there's another little whisper whisper. Cristiano Ronaldo's going to play for Wrexham. Almost as good. <laughs> Gareth Bale. No. Maybe coming out of retirement, he may be putting the golf clubs down to pop over and sign for Wrexham for six bucks a game. Just for the fun of it. Jesus Christ. Now, Gareth Bale is, if you don't know who Gareth Bale is, one of the most incredible players that unfortunately didn't get the recognition in the English Premier League because he was so good for Tottenham that he got signed to Real Madrid. When he was at Real Madrid, he fell out of favour with the manager through personal issues. They didn't like each other. Yeah. Real Madrid obviously has 15 left backs, sorry, left wingers they can choose from. So Gareth Bale literally got paid a couple of million pounds a week to go play golf. And that's now what he's sort of been known for because he just didn't get along with management. Yeah. Uh, So much so they went, fuck you, we're not releasing you, even though we asked them multiple times. This takes nothing away from the fact that he's a really, he's a really cool bloke. Yeah. He's, He's Welsh, Welsh Englishman. Uh, sort of 50-50, but plays for Wales in the World Cup. But he's incredible. 
He's and a good player. He's been retired for eight seconds. So if Wrexham can get Gareth Bale wow. to play English League football, they get promoted again. Yeah. I'm telling he's that good. He's that good. Yeah, mate. It's it's fun to watch. And how good would the golf day be? Yeah, it'd be amazing. It's it, get on get on walking Wrexham. It's really good. And the next season will be amazing. It really will be. Okay, last last topic, NFL. Massive trade this week. Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers, been there forever. Drafted by them. How old is Aaron Rodgers He's now? He's thirty odd. No, plus, mid, no, mid to late. He's forty odd. Mid to late. I don't think he's forty yet. Is he? No, he's not forty, but he's forty odd. He's. Let me put it this way: he's closer to forty odd than thirty odd. But so he was with. He was with. <laughs> he's, he played for the Packers for eighteen years. That's what I mean. Yeah, he's and old. you don't start playing until you're twenty four because you've got to finish college. How old? Let's let's look that up. All right, let's do it. Talk amongst yourselves, viewers. But anyway, he's been traded to the New York Jets, who have been looking, looking for a quarterback for ever since nineteen seventy three. And the Jets are not a bad team, and this could tip them over the edge here. But well, the Jets are just looking to do something, aren't they? Anything? Give me. Something. Aaron Rodgers is an old dude, and he's a bit odd. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see how he fits in. He's thirty nine. So Aaron Rodgers is thirty nine. Okay. Hey, he's quarterback's one of those weird positions that you you get people playing longer than you think they will. Yeah, it all depends on what's in front of you, I guess. And Aaron Rodgers is pretty good. He's still good. He's still good, yeah. Really good. Yeah. For thirty nine. Well the, can't the Packers run. have he decided can't run, that, that uh run. is it Jordan Love or Jaden Love? I think it's Jordan Love. Well, I think look, I think it's time to move him on. Yeah. Nothing what you nothing I didn't know about this before you told me. Nothing about what you've just said shocks me. Yes. Green Bay Packers are a juggernaut. You've got a 39-year-old quarterback. It's time to move him on. Yeah. And Rodgers, you're still good. There's a spot for you somewhere. they got a lot in the train. New York Jets, you don't have a fucking quarterback. You need one. You should sign Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Story checks out. Yeah. yeah. But something to watch. Absolutely. Are you right? No, I've got a little bit of a frog in my throat. I like it. Mm. You like my voice? Yeah. It's, it's just captivated me just all of a sudden, and now I can't concentrate. There we go. Yeah. I feel like we've got an it's, ASMR it's, uh, channel here that we could. It's lucky that it's come at the end of the show, though. We're going to finish on the Jets and Aaron Rodgers trade. Okay. We're going to finish there? Yeah, we're going to finish there. We used to do gambling. We don't do gambling anymore. No, nah, we don't do gambling anymore. I've Gamble had a good... I've had a really good weekend, actually. I got on the, uh, got on the, the ponies. Wow. Got on the ponies. I whipped a couple home. Whipped home a whipped home a nice little uh, sixty dollar winner, which was nice. I'm I'm still getting some tips from the cat. Okay. Yeah, we're still working with the cat. More to come on the cat. More to come. We're trying to get him on. He's a busy man. Very busy. Uh, and we are not paying him. Yes. At all. Yes. So this we is for love, not money. We will. Uh, he will be on the podcast when I can get him on the podcast. <laughs> it is happening. He has confirmed. He's shaking my hand. Okay. On Saturday, shook my hand, said, "Mate, it'll happen. We're just gonna work it out." So, you just, you just, you just simmer down over there, Mick Leary. All right, you just simmer down. Mm. All right, keep it in your pants. But he's still giving me uh, some tips every Saturday, and um, and they're good. They're sharp. Well, you know. And I was quite happy with the uh, with the little same game multi of the, uh, the the Roosters to get up with the Tedesco and the and the Manu. I'm loving the same game multi with an anytime try scorer. Who's your absolute lock? For this week, who's your that team's going to win? Penrith. So Pen, yeah, of course, Penrith are going to win against the Tigers. I'll have a same game there. 
Yeah. Okay. When are you going to get on the tip? It might be this week. Oh, you say that every week. Yeah, no, it might be. I'm, surely, not a gam- I'm not a gambler. Surely you go, you know, Penrith at a line plus, you know, someone to score. Scared about doing any NRL teams at the line. Dylan Ed- take the wrong idea. Nathan Cleary's going to dummy and go through. Oh, yeah. Against the Tigers. Dylan Edwards is going to score. You know what Stephen I mean? Stephen Crichton's going to score. Um, I mean, Crichton's going to score against that edge. Mitch there Ken- you go. Mitch, even Mitch Kenny wants. There you go. Yeah. Crichton's going to score. Yeah. I mean, you've got to have. You've got to have. You, I Penrith. could have five try scorers. Penrith with a ten point, you know, minus minus ten point head start with a Crichton to score any time. I mean, that's free money. Yeah, I hear. You. Okay, talk, talk to me. Well, t- I'll, I'll 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 put something up on the you page. You said that do. before. If I do, if, if I, I do, I, I tend to forget. That's true. I tend to forget. All right. I'm forgetful. Well, what I'll be watching this week is how many different types of hip drop tackle we get. Can't wait. Um, and uh, I'll be tipping south because you've taken away my five eight and my and my and my leading Front prop. Runner. So yeah. well done, Sydney. Well done. And on that whingy gripe, I had to get it in. Yeah, it's bye for now. Is that it? Thanks for joining us for another <laughs> amazing episode of That's officially better. underqualified. That's better. And on that note. Okay. It's bye for now. Over. Thanks for listening to Officially Underqualified. If you've enjoyed the show and you'd like more, you'll find us on all good podcasting platforms. Don't forget to follow us and give the show a five-star review. It really helps us to grow the show.